Hey folks, what's up? Don't worry, another podcast is coming soon. This is another P-log, however, because it's aptly timed with the release of Justice League. Yes, it's premiered today in the UK, and obviously the first thing I wanted to do was go see it, even if it didn't turn out to be a hit, because... We all had reservations about whether this film would work, given the whole reshooting thing when Snyder had to bail out of it kind of like three quarters of the way through and then have uh, Joss Whedon come in to finish the rest. It was definitely a bit like, oh my god, is this going to fall to pieces? Is it going to be horrible? I don't know. Well, let me tell you first, this is going to be a mixed review of spoiler and non-spoiler. The first half of this is going to be non-spoiler. I will try to spoil little to nothing in this movie. I will then give you a fair warning that I am going to go into spoiler territory, although to be quite frank, aside from just saying how certain scenes play out, you kind of know what's coming anyway, but I'll leave that to your discretion, alright? I'll give you fair enough warning. So, Justice League itself, the critics have been kind of panning it, or at least saying bad stuff about it, but let me just tell you now that no, the film is not terrible! Seriously, Critics will just rate a comic book movie down just for the sake of doing it these days. However, Justice League is also not perfect either. In any way, shape, or form, perfect. It's very, it goes somewhere in the middle for me. And on the good side of the middle, but still kind of in the middle, it's got problems. But it's got some good stuff as well, and that good stuff is strong enough to hold this film together to the point where I enjoyed myself watching it. However, let's get into, well, let's get into the good stuff first. The team. The superhero team. This is probably the main reason you came to watch this movie anyway. To see the Justice League in action. And you do. And it's great fun to see them on the screen. These actors do a good job of portraying the characters they have, including the new ones. You know, Victor Stone, Cyborg, you know, the, the Flash, Barry Allen, you know, and, you know, Aquaman. These are all cool characters. And, I mean, the Flash is my favourite DC hero, so, yeah, I'm going to love him. But, you know, the others, you know, Aquaman, whoever thought he would be a cool character when you look at his original incarnation. This one is pretty cool. He's cool to see on the screen. But... Hats off to Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck, though, because their portrayals of Wonder Woman and Batman, respectively, is still top-notch. I'm serious. Ben Affleck is a fantastic Batman, and Gal Gadot still blows my mind how good she is at Wonder Woman. She pretty much nailed her on, you know, her, she nailed her entrance in Batman v Superman, and she made her solo movie so much better than it deserved to be, you know, it, I mean, I really like her solo movie, but I thought that was gonna, like, fall down the pan or something, because I thought, oh, God, this is such a huge risk. Nah, it's a great movie, go check it out. But she's on point here as well. And with all five of these people together, they all get their moments, they get their screen time, they're all interesting to watch, I mean, the backstories that they have are interesting, even if they're somewhat, you know, rushed past in order to get through the plot, because... The film is only about two hours or so, and I maybe it could have done with being a little bit longer just to flesh these characters out a bit more, but then I suppose you don't want it to drag its heels too much, so maybe it used to be longer, maybe we're going to get another one of those uh, giant Ultimate Editions or something, and if there is, great, I'll go get it. But, you know, certainly maybe two hours was... Maybe it could have just stood to be a tiny bit longer, but oh, well, that's a minor thing. But these five, their banter is great. They work off each other so well. And they look cool when they're on screen doing what they do best. Because it makes you feel... It 
the best thing I could describe about this film is that it reminds you of why you love these DC superheroes in the first place. Now, I mean, I've said before I prefer Marvel, and I think the Marvel movies are light years better, but DC heroes are still fun. I still love DC, and these are some of my favourite DC heroes on the screen, and they look cool on the screen. Now, some of that, I think, is down to Joss Whedon coming in, because if you watch the original trailers and then watch this movie... You're going to notice the colour palette has been somewhat increased since that period. And yeah, that's got to be Joss's handiwork because it probably was too dark again to begin with. But those reshoots have allowed for a little bit more humour, even though some of it does fall flat. More lightheartedness, you know, the tone is definitely lighter, even though people die in it. It's still a lighter tone and the characters come off as lighter, but they also pop on screen. When one of the best parts uh, to see them kind of together, is when they first meet Commissioner Gordon, and you get, you don't get Aquaman there at the time, but you get the other four. And, you know, Cyborg is there looking, you know, with all his electronics buzzing. You know, the Flash is there in his bright red suit. Batman's there looking cool. They even put the uh, 1989 theme over his entrance there, which is like such a good homage. And Wonder Woman looks great. And then even by the end, when you see all the DC Justice League together, you'll be like, Oh yes, you know, everybody just pops off the screen and it it and gives you a bit more fun. You know, seeing them act, you know, the action pieces as well, it's all good fun. Now, they are the glue that holds this movie together, as I mentioned before. And certainly, if they weren't a good team, this would have bombed like crazy. But they are so good as a team that it's enough to have the movie, like, good on its own for that. But there are some bad points here. Firstly, the plot is understandably, because of the reshoots, but also probably understandably because it's a Snyder film, is all over the place. There are plot holes numerous in this story, and there are some wasted opportunities. And it's... I mean, granted, yeah, most comic book movies don't give you a massive plot, but this one is definitely all over the place. Not enough to make it jarring. You can still tell what's going on, but, you know, there's a fair bit of expedition here and there, and it sort of jumps from one bit to another bit to another bit, and it's like, oh my god. It's like, slow down, you know, just stay on the scene for a bit. It's a small quibble, but it does, you can, if you really want to poke holes at the plot, and stuff like that, then you're going to have a fair bit of ammo to work with here, I can guarantee you that. Secondly, the CGI. Now, I'm alright with CGI when it's done well. Even if you overload the thing with CGI, if it's done well, fine. I mean, the Avatar movie, whether you like it or not, it looks gorgeous, and most of that is CGI. Here, there's a lot of CGI, and I mean a lot of it. There's a lot of times where you're wondering just, you know, was there even a real thing in that scene? And some of it is okay, and some of it isn't. Mainly the villain. The villain is, I mean, the villain's the other bad point here, but the CGI on him, oh my god. Why was this guy CGI only? Granted, he's tall, he's big, there's only so much you can do with a human character. But he's got a cool voice. I like his voice. He's got a very intimidating voice. But his entire character is CGI rendered. And the Uncanny Valley is just beating you to death when you watch him. And it's not helped by the fact that despite the cool voice, he is basically generic villain number who gives a monkeys. 
His what's his what's his uh, backstory? What backstory? He once tried to take over the world, got beat, swore he'd come back. He's back, take over the world. Well, or convert it anyway. So generic villain number whatever. <sighs> Such a waste. You know, you could have done good with this, and DC usually does well on its villains. You know, I mean, Deathstroke, Lex Luthor, not the new one, the older Lex Luthor's, uh, the Joker. There's usually a lot of really cool DC villains. So this one just feels like a massive downgrade compared to what we're used to. This is more like Marvel territory when it comes to generic villains, and that's saying something. You know, DC is meant to have good villains, and on this occasion, yeah, it just doesn't. So you have to kind of accept that the plot is a little bit all over the shop and the villain is just pretty generic and instantly forgettable. I mean, you, you know, if you remember his name by the end, you've done pretty well. But those things aside, the movie is still fun. Despite the CGI, despite all that, the movie is still fun to watch. I wasn't bored. You know, I wasn't exactly blown away by a ton of it. But I wasn't bored either. It's another comic book movie. It's not the grand epic scale that we thought it would be, but it's still an enjoyable comic book flick. So, you know, it's still worth seeing. Don't believe the critics, it's not terrible, but just go into it with a grain of salt and enjoy yourself. Enjoy these characters, because that's really what this film is about, and that's the bit you should focus on, the characters. Ignore the plot. Ignore the fact that the CGI is all over the place. It still looks cool. It's still colourful. The set pieces are very nicely done. I mean, you know, Gotham looks great. And, you know, there are some weird bits here and there, particularly in the climax. But other than that, just enjoy the ride is the best thing that I can say for this movie. So, you know, I enjoyed it. I would give it about a 7 out of 10 is my personal viewpoint of it. It's not terrible. It's not great. But I enjoyed myself, so therefore I think for the fun factor and the characters being so good, it deserved a 7. No way could I really give it an 8, and I could argue for the point of 6. But 7 is still, I think, respectable. It's a good movie, just not a great one. So that's it for the non-spoiler bit. Now I'm going to start talking about the film in a bit more detail, so spoiler warning, 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 okay? I'm going to go into spoilers, some of this you've probably seen coming, but I'm going to talk about certain cool bits of the movie and certain action scenes and that, so, you know, spoiler section, right. Yes, okay, Superman is back. Oh yeah, come on, not exactly a massive spoiler, isn't it? Despite how much the trailers tease it like crazy, Superman is back. And it's an odd transition as to how he comes back. They basically recycle the whole, like, doomsday creation thing out of Batman v Superman. They go to the same ship, they get the body, they stick it in the water, and then they do stuff with it, with the mother boxes. And, okay, that's kind of generic, but okay, fine, you're going to bring him back. And he comes back, and then they have a fight scene. Because he comes back a little bit confused, which is understandable, he's been dead. But he, there's a sort of like almost forced plot thread of why Cyborg would want to attack him. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I can't control the machine and it thinks he's a threat. Kind of odd. But it triggers Superman into thinking they're all enemies and they have this fight scene. Which is enjoyable. It's pointless, but I enjoyed the fight scene. It's cool seeing Superman go up against the rest of the Justice League because it's like, okay, this guy's powerful. And it does lead to one of my, probably my favourite moments of the entire movie, which is when the Flash tries to get the jump on Superman, 
you watch him in flash vision, like going really fast, and then you just see Superman's head slowly pan round with an angered expression. And the flash just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then they have a cool little fight in flash mode where like they're both going super fast. That was really cool. And there's just something eerily intimidating about the way that Henry turns his head at that moment. You know it's coming. Because we all know the Superman and the Flash are as fast as each other, but still looks really cool. Really love that bit. But yeah, they, they do this fight and then Lois appears and then they just go off and, you know, basically chinwag for a bit. Okay, see you later, I guess. You know, they try to tease he's going to be a no-show. Yeah, come on, we know he's going to show up. But he just basically goes away, spends some time with Lois, and instantly becomes good again. Okay, that was a little bit quick. And it's a wasted opportunity, because you could have done half a movie about him coming back, being a bit of a dodgy bloke, you know, being a bit of a bad guy, and then metamorphosing into the good Superman again. But here, it feels kind of rushed. Maybe this was one of the big reshoots that they did, but... It's definitely rushed. And it doesn't justify the whole Batman v Superman doomsday killing Superman thing. Because they made, this is like one of the biggest arcs of the entire DC comic book series to have Superman die. It's a huge deal when it happens. And in Batman v Superman, it wasted the opportunity. But then in this, it doesn't really make his reveal and his return that grandiose either. So it kind of makes the whole death thing rather pointless. It's a pain, but okay, that's just the way they went. But at least he's back. And his suit is bright blue, bright red, bright yellow. It, you know, he's there on the screen sometimes, mostly CGI, but still. And, you know, he just pops out of the screen and looks like Superman. And even acts like him more. The tone has definitely been made lighter. Superman is joking around in this, which is unlike what we've seen before. He's actually throwing some in amusing comments. He's definitely like playing around with the villain a bit more than usual, you know, being more, you know, being more sort of light tone. But then there's also a part where the Flash is off trying to rescue civilians, and right in the middle of the fight, Superman just goes more civilians, and then just runs off, leaving the rest to deal with Steppenwolf. Fair enough, that's kind of weird, but that's Superman. That is, you know, he would care about the civilians getting hurt. He's not just concentrating on the main boss. Finally, they get it. And then there's great bits, you know, at the end where he's joking around. There's even a, a mid credit scene where they have him joking around with the Flash because they have a, like, they start off a little race together. Unfortunately, you don't see the race, but it's a nice little wink to the fans of, like, the Flash v Superman in the race. It's really cool. And he's joking around with the Flash saying, like, you know, you know, well, yeah, there's no, this is not competitive, right? No, no, it's not competitive, but if you lose, you're off the team. You know, he's joking around like that. Finally, Superman can crack a joke. Hey, you know, I like Henry Cavill. He's cool as Superman, but yeah, they wrote him fairly badly in Man of Steel, but I digress. So, they, and there is another post-credit scene as well. I won't spoil that right now. Just stay to the end credits and watch it. You know, you'll see it's it's kind of... It's really setting what the future of the DC Extended Universe is going to be like, which we kind of expected, but still, watch it and see. So, yeah, there's the whole Superman coming back. Yeah, we knew it was going to happen. It's just how they bring him back is kind of wasted. Even this reveal in the final battle, like when he turns up, is kind of like a quick gag and then punch. You know, you could have really bigged that up, and they didn't. It just seems like a bit of a waste. Anyway, speaking too negatively at this point, like I said, the film is fun to watch, 
And these characters are all great. When in the end scene, all the Justice League are together, the Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, Batman, Ronda Woman, and Superman duking it out, it's great to see. Even when Superman's not in the picture, when they're fighting in the middle of the film together, it's still great. These characters are cool superheroes, and the film is fun to watch because of these characters. It just has a few story problems and some CGI problems which bring it down a notch and certainly don't put this anywhere near the level that the Avengers was. But, like I say, it's still fun to watch, worth your time, worth the ticket price. Just don't expect this to be grand and epic because it isn't. You know, maybe that's coming up in a future film, but yeah, the... The whole thing of it being grandiose and epic, here is the Justice League. Nah, it's a comic book movie. It's another comic book movie. It's just a good fun one. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. That's it for me. I'm going to head off and get on with the rest of my evening. So that's it for me on this P-Log. Go and enjoy the film. Let me know what you think in the uh, comments. Let me know what it's like on Facebook and Twitter. What are your opinions? Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Read the stuff on my blog. The usual. See you guys soon. Take care.